Okay, this is Graham. I am what's cracking. I This is my third attempt to record an episode. A uh, little bit hot under the collar right now. I just saw that gas has jumped up another 10 cents after already jumping up 30 cents this week. 20 cents, whatever, 30 cents total. Weird how that keeps happening whenever there's a Democrat in office. I just went on like a three-minute tangent about how everything Joe Biden said in the State of the Union address last night was bullcrap. And that's accurate, but that's not why you guys are here. You can get that anywhere else. Uh, So news in book world. Brandon Sanderson launched a Kickstarter yesterday and raised $15 million in 24 hours, which ought to have Tor Publishing on freaking Suicide Watch and Delacorte and whatever other entity he publishes with. Good night above. Like the, the, the hard and obvious question ought to be, why the hell does he need any of those guys? He's, he's a gentleman. He'll stay with his publishers because he's got friends in the business and, you know, contracts, sure. But, I mean, he's very clearly proven that he can do it without them. That is real power. That is the result of hard and smart work. Stupid. Why do we let women have driver's licenses? That's the kind of stuff that I can say because I know through analytics that my audience is 98% male. And also because it's true. Anyway, congrats to Sanderson. This is a dude who responded to the lockdown very differently from the rest of us. He went in and uh, instead of traveling for a third of the year, he went and wrote four extra books because he can do that sort of thing. You know, he talked about writing just for the fun of it. And, you know, as much as he loves his big shared universe Cosmere novels, um, it is nice to write just for the fun of it. That's... That's the thing that I'm remembering as I'm writing Howling Wilderness, is it's just, it's fun to get back into it and do it for my own thing. It, you know, as, as cool as it would have been to be successful earlier on in my writing career, um, I'm glad I've gone through the trials that I have because I know that my writing is better now than it was back then because of the things that I've gone through. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe I needed that. But it's it's fun just to write for the fun of it. Those two years that I had an agent, um, she, she helped to improve my work in a lot of ways, but I also felt like my properties were not entirely my own anymore. And I don't like that. I'd rather be proud of my work and be completely happy with it than, you know, be somewhat successful tied to somebody else's vision of my vision. I mean, now if somebody came along and offered me a million dollars for one of my manuscripts, absolutely have at it. But that's, that's not where I am on the tier list. You know, I, I intend to climb it higher. I'm going to have to wait till the day job calms down a little bit, but yeah, I went and back to the Kickstarter. There were different levels. There's like, you know, pay this amount to get all four eBooks, pay this amount to get all four audiobooks. And you guys know that I'm all about that trucker life, so I subscribed at the audiobook tier. My wife wanted to go for the swag bag, and I was like, babe, it's 360 bucks, and you know, we do have other things to, to pay. And <laughs> the only difference between the swag bag and the audiobook one is like, okay, so you get physical books, but you also get the swag, and it's like, it's probably cool stuff, but it's also just stuff, and we're trying to get rid of stuff. But congrats to Sanderson, and uh, I'm excited to see what the books are. He's not releasing descriptions about them or anything, so I, I, I really, really appreciate and respect the flex. 
<laughs> it reminds me of Bill Watterson a little bit, the fact that the guy could have made billions of dollars off of his stuff, but he did it exactly how he wanted to, and he was fine with that. Like, that is, that is a level of hand that I just salute. So that, that's the news. Uh, let me take a quick break here, go get some eggs from the grocery store, and uh, I'll tell you about what I read today. Today's book is called The War on History by Jarrett Stepman. I first heard about this one in the Claremont Review of Books, which is that periodical that I subscribed to. I think my subscription lapsed. Uh, from Claremont University, where my brother got his PhD. They make a lot of book recommendations, and I found that many of them are included on Audible with my membership. <clears throat> of particular interest to me was the subject of uh, you know, Antifa, not really being anti-fascist, they're more like profa, tearing down statues of historical figures, and you know why that's a bad and a stupid thing. You know, frequently you can tell when something is bad and or stupid, but you might not be able to put into words everything that you're feeling and thinking about it. And Stepman was was very thorough in finding a way to, uh, to encapsulate all the things that bother me about tearing down statues of historical figures, men that were not just great in their time, but great generally. You know, in, in the search of an ever-shifting standard of ideological purity that the present demands of the past. You're never going to find it, and I think we, you know, largely on the, uh, on the right-wing side of the political spectrum, need to stop taking these efforts at, at face value and assume that the people tearing these statues down actually believe the things that they say about why they're tearing them down. It's not that they really think, oh, these, these people were just evil, bad, killer, rapists, or whatever. That's not the point. I, I think that they do know that these historical figures that have statues raised of them and monuments raised to them, you know, have many excellent and admirable qualities that we would do well to emulate. And if the whole point is to tear them down so that we don't emulate those good and admirable and excellent qualities, the question becomes, why? What is the end game of it? And it never leads you to anywhere good. But we need to stop trying to engage with people that are committed to tearing down statues and condemning the past because they're, they're not stupid. They're just evil. And we would do well to call it out when we see it. The War on History kind of chronicles different uh, figures in American history and the constant effort by the left to uh, discredit them, starting with Columbus and going up through George Washington, Andrew Jackson, Teddy Roosevelt, Robert E. Lee, which was a chapter I, I very much liked. You know, as I was listening to this book, I just kept thinking, like, man, I could make so much good content out of this, you know, uh, kind of piggybacking off of the points that he's made, but putting into words other things that I've been feeling about these figures and this issue generally over the last couple of years. I give it five stars on Goodreads and all I said was that I'm going to add it to my homeschooling curriculum to own the libs and that's true. I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it partly for that reason, mostly to teach my kids a proper attitude that you should have when you look at people in the past and look at decisions that they made that would not be popular today, probably weren't even popular back then, but 
people that did excellent things that we should not forget or pave over. If they made mistakes, highlight the mistakes, teach them why they were mistakes. You know, stop pretending to look to historical figures for purity and for virtue. There is a web cartoonist who, for his own sake, I will not name him here, but he's a leftist and he, he took a swing at uh, Christopher Columbus several years ago by trying to write, you know, he's got this huge audience online, right? And then he goes and makes this webcomic about how terrible human being Christopher Columbus is. And here's all these excerpts from his journal about what he says about Native Americans. And this guy is a secular humanist and he's crapping on Columbus for his, uh, his spiritual views and for, you know, his conquest and colonialism and stuff. Like, despite the fact that he punished people who abused Native Americans, the ones in the, in the Indies. But the, the big clincher came when he said we should have a, uh, a world secular humanist day or whatever and and highlight Bartolomeo de las Casas instead because he was a contemporary of Columbus but he believed in treating the Native Americans with dignity and and uh, wrote against a lot of the things that Columbus did yeah here's the problem because this dude clearly did not do his homework and I've said this before and I'll say it again and I will scream it at the sky until everybody hears it Bartolomé de las Casas' solution for Indian slavery was to replace them with blacks. Okay? So, take that L and parade it through the streets because you're not going to find, you know, purity, especially when you try to, to uh, project humanism onto people who were highly religious 500 years ago. It's, it's, it's just, oh, frick. I'm, I'm getting into the weeds on this one, but... Ugh. History is important, the facts matter, study them, analyze them, learn from them, but you don't get to crap on these people, especially when you're not even remotely attempting anything half as difficult or noble or grand or incredible as they did. You know, we don't live in the age of exploration anymore. We're kind of in the age of innovation and invention, but a lot of the risks that people faced 500 years ago in accomplishing great things and, and setting up a good future for the next generation those risks have been removed from us. And when those risks are gone, you can't really understand the mentality of somebody who was constantly living under risk of, of poverty or failure or, or whatever. If I'm not making a whole lot of sense, and I suspect that I might not be, just pick up the book and read it, The War on History by Jarrett Stepman. Let me know what you think, dreadpennies at gmail.com. I've had a long day, I'm finally home. I'm gonna go eat some food. Drive safe, see you out there.